welcome to the Create Your Big Life podcast with me, your host, Kathy Morton. I'm a mindset coach, corporate escapee, life adventurer, and coffee lover. My mission is to help you uplevel your mindset, to get clear on what your most extraordinary life looks like, and build the confidence and courage to go after it. I don't believe we're here to live for the weekend or grind through a job we hate or coast on autopilot. I believe we're here to grow, to go for our dreams, to experience the amazing things life has to offer and enjoy the ride along the way. Ready to create your big life? Let's get started. Hello friends and welcome to another episode of the Create Your Big Life podcast. How are you feeling? I would love to know. Let me know as well on Instagram. Send me a DM. I would love to hear from you if you have been listening to the podcast and if you have been enjoying them. I would love to hear from you. So make sure you send me a DM if you feel called to. And generally, yes, how are you feeling? Because we are 10 days away now from the end of 2022. That new start of the year is in sight. And of course, a lot of people, myself included, are thinking about 2023 and what we want to create next year. I have a load of things that I am so excited to dive into next year. But what I wanted to really focus on this episode is an important step that a lot of people miss before they go to create a new set of goals, um, a new vision, uh, any resolutions, if you do those kind of things, Uh, for the next year or for the next chapter in our life, whatever it could be. This could be something just moving into the next month, the next week even. And that is why we are looking at this episode. What are we going to leave behind in 2022? Because this is a really, really crucial step. And like I said, it's something that a lot of people don't do. Because what tends to happen, this is something that I can definitely hold my hands up to from my own history, that you start thinking about, ooh, the next year, the next month, the next chapter of whatever it is. And we get so excited and focused on that and a fresh start and things are going to be different and all of that kind of stuff. And then we actually forget to kind of close the chapter that we are currently in. And the problem if we forget to do this step is that we can often end up taking all of our shit from (laughs) the chapter that has gone with us into our next chapter. And if we think about like all of the challenges that we faced, all of the struggles that we might have gone through, all of the lowlights, for example, of whatever might have happened in our last year, if we think of them as rocks that we pick up throughout the year and we put them in our backpack, and then by the end of the year, for many of us, this backpack feels so heavy and we feel the weight, if you like, of the whole year and all of those experiences and really what we have made all of those experiences mean about us and what is possible for our future. And we almost want to like just forget about it and just start fresh again in the next year, the next month, etc. But what we don't realize is that unless we actually take the time to put that backpack down, then we're actually just continuing to take those rocks and that heaviness with us into the next year. So that's why I wanted to ask you, how are you feeling? And how are you feeling really? Because from loads of people that I've spoken to in this last couple of weeks, I know that a lot of people do feel like they're kind of like dragging their feet towards the end of the year. 
And so what I wanted to do in this episode is to offer you some ideas of things that you might choose to leave behind in 2022 and a bit of a process of how you can actually start to do that. And the backpack and the rocks filling up the backpack as we go throughout the year is a good way to think about all the things that we have been collecting. Um, So that's more kind of in line with the heaviness, like I mentioned, of uh, the struggles, the challenges, the meanings and all the interpretations that we have put on all of those things. But another way to look at it and be like, if you think about 2022 as this painting on this canvas and throughout the year, we have filled up this canvas with all the color and the memories the challenges and the successes and everything in between, the mundane stuff, the super exciting stuff, and literally everything in between is on this canvas. And so on this canvas, we have bits that are lighter, bits that are darker, uh, bits that are a mess and bits that are maybe more perfectly kind of portrayed. And so we've got this great canvas that depicts our 2022. And on that canvas, There's not a lot of space because we've filled it up with all of the things that have happened in our year. And yet what we often want to do is that if we then go into 2023, we take that canvas with us and we just try and paint on top of it. And we're like, right, let's create different things in 2023. But what we're going to be doing is just painting over what's already there. There's no space left to create anything new because we filled it up with all of this stuff. And so what I wanted to share with you here is really a bit more of kind of like an energetic process of drawing a line in the sand, closing that chapter of 2022, so that you can also take some time to celebrate the things that went really well from that year and also learn some lessons from whatever it is that you went through as challenges. Because if you don't take the time to learn the lesson from whatever it is that you've gone through, you're destined to then repeat that over and over again until you finally get that lesson. So the questions that I'm going to share with you today are things that I have worked through in my own life, looking back at my 2022 um, over the last week. And the first question that I wanted you to consider when you reflect on your year is to have a think about what do you want to celebrate from that year? What are the things that happened that were really amazing, that were the highlights that brought a smile to your face, that you're really, really proud of accomplishing? And what are the things that really stand out to you? And it might not be something that was super, super happy and light. It might be something that you really grew through, that you really admired your strength as you got through. And I really want you to think about, first of all, what are you going to celebrate from the year as a whole? And I love doing this exercise and this question for myself because Joe and I have experienced a lot of challenges ourselves in the last year. We found our journey of being digital nomads um, for 12 months uh, really challenging at times, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. And I think we've mentioned it a few times in some of the earlier episodes that we did together. Um, But moving around with no stable base, while the pandemic still had a whole bunch of restrictions on, especially in Europe, like last winter, and constantly on the move and having to find new accommodation and like a whole bunch of different things that didn't quite go according to plan. So we kind of came back to Australia in August, just a bit knackered from the whole process, to be honest. And 
in answering this question, what were the highlights for me of this past year, it was so nice to actually just really take that time to reflect on the amazing time that we actually did have on that trip because there were loads of things that we just absolutely loved as part of that trip. And so when I look back on my year, I was like, oh my God, I started 2022 in Lisbon and then we lived in Lagoche. We spent a month in uh, the southern part of Portugal and the Algarve. I still don't know if Lagoche is the right way to pronounce it. We heard it pronounced about five different ways when we were in Portugal. And so no idea. That's what we decided to go with anyway. So we lived there. We lived in Albania as well. We spent three months in the UK this year with our family living in uh, Shoreditch, which is the um, part of London that we used to live in. So we really kind of felt like we were reliving our early 20s, which was an interesting experience there. Um, And then we've obviously come back to Australia. So I've lived in so many different places this year. And also for me, reflecting back on the students that I've supported through Big Life Roadmap and reading over their testimonials and the transformations and how I'm still in contact with so many of them now, even though many of them finished the program quite a while ago now and I love continuing to still maintain those friendships with them and hearing what they're up to in their lives and how they're taking the program and continuing to change their life and transform as a result of it. So that's just a couple of the things from my highlight reel but really I would love for you to take some time to really reflect on yours and to celebrate it and how have you grown What have you achieved? Because these are the memories that we want to take with us and we want to continue to activate those memories of our successes and our wins and continue to relive them to be able to create that same energy to drive similar results in 2023 as well. And at the end of Big Life Roadmap, I always ask our students to have a celebration, to celebrate the work that they've done on themselves, on transforming their lives, how they have shown up for themselves and the results that they've created as a result. Really, it's about celebrating the fact that they invested in their own transformation and really took that time to go inwards and actually focus on developing themselves as a person because a lot of people don't do that in their lives. And so I always encourage them to celebrate. And you know what? This is one of the hardest things (laughs) that many of them find in the whole program. Because for a lot of us, we're not used to taking that time to celebrate ourselves. And some students come and say to me, oh, no, I think I'm good. Like, I don't think I need to do anything. And I'm like, this is, this is a non-negotiable. This is something that is a requirement of the program to go and celebrate. And so I help them brainstorm something to go and pick. And then they feel so good when they've actually done it. But it is often an unfamiliar thing for us to do. So I really encourage you to not skip this step to celebrate what you have achieved, how you've grown, and yeah, all of the highlights from your 2022. So that's the first bit. And then secondly, I want you to have a think about what were the challenges of 2022? What were the areas where you really felt like you were challenged, that you struggled through, that I don't really like using the word hard, but moments that you found hard? What were the obstacles that you faced? What were the things that didn't go as well as you would have expected? Were there some goals that you set and that you didn't hit? Um, List them all down. And as you do this, I encourage you to do it from a space of kindness and from compassion and really allowing yourself to hold space for yourself. 
The thing I definitely do not want you to do is to start beating yourself up about anything that you think should have gone better in 2022. So this is about coming at it from a honest, reflective, and loving space to take some time to really sit with whatever has come up for you. And as you do this, I would love for you to just notice as well if you actually find it easier to list the things that didn't go well versus that first question that I asked you to list the things that did go well. I would be really curious to hear whether that's something that you actually do find more challenging for yourself. And as part of uh, this reflection on the lowlights of 2022, like what were the things as well that you wish you would have done? Are there opportunities that you didn't say yes to? Um, Times where you nearly went and put yourself out there to go for a dream, to go for a goal that you held yourself back from. These are all good things to really reflect on as well from the year that we are closing the chapter on soon. And so I wanted to give you a couple of things that came up for me when I was doing this exercise for myself. And one of them is that I spent, in my opinion, too much time working and not having as much fun as I would have liked. And Joe and I got into some habits, especially when we were on our digital nomad trip of working so many hours that we uh, wish that we would have spent a little bit more time actually maybe a lot more time, actually kind of enjoying the space that we were in and the city that we were in, especially Lisbon. Uh, We didn't explore it as much as we actually would have liked. And when I'm sitting and being really honest with myself, and obviously with you guys too, then this is something that has cropped up multiple times in my life. And if you've listened to the episode called Are You a Human Being or a Human Doing?, you will know why this has come up for me quite a lot, because this addiction to doing and overworking and uh, not knowing when to stop and switch off and relax and go and do more fun things is something that I am actively working through in my life right now. So this is definitely not a new thing to come up to a list of maybe I shouldn't have done that as much in that past year. And it is something that is really infusing how I am looking to change my approach and who I am being in 2023. So that is a pattern that is something that I recognize that uh, has come up too many times now and I'm going to draw a line in the sand and really put even more attention into changing that. And there was a few times as well throughout the year where I was definitely more reactive than I would have liked to have been. Um, as I was experiencing different results and different things that we were looking to do in terms of growing the business and figuring out how we wanted to run some things in the business as well. And this is, again, something that I can see has been a pattern from my past and something that, again, I am looking to work on in terms of just taking that time to slow down more so that I can really then feel into how I want to respond in the way that feels most authentic and true to myself, rather than, for example, feeling like I need to do something just because other people are doing it or because a coach has told me to do something. And certainly I am really going through a journey myself of trusting what I want to do, how I want to share my message and to really grow the business in a way that feels really amazing to me. And there's a lot of people who really focus on particular strategies when it comes to telling you how you should be running a business and things like that. And something that I am really focusing on in my own life is how I can just stand more in my power and really own how I want to run my business. 
And I'm getting more and more confident with doing so and learning to trust myself more and learning to do what feels good to me and how I want to show up. And I wanted to share this one because this idea of self-trust is something that comes up for loads of students that I work with in Big Life Roadmap as well. And so I wanted you to also perhaps consider, it doesn't matter whether you run a business or not, but just to consider how much you are owning your own life choices and how you are showing up in your life in a way that feels true to you, or how much are you still living according to what someone else is telling you about how you should live your life, the shoulds, the expectations of life. And actually, what way do you want to do things? What makes you feel so alive? What makes you feel like you are really living that life true to you? Okay, so then what you should have by now, if you do this exercise, is a list of things that you want to celebrate from 2022, and then a list of the lowlights from 2022, the challenges, the mistakes, the I wish I'd done that, etc., etc. And then what I want you to do is to go back through that second list and to really have a think about what were those lessons from 2022 that you can take with you from the challenges that you went through. If those challenges just existed to teach you something about yourself, about how you could show up differently in the world, what would those lessons be? And I really encourage you to take some time to sit with it. And for me, a lot of the lessons that I feel like my lowlights were teaching me from 2022 all comes down to creating that space for more fun, for more rest, for rejuvenation, to really allow myself to show up for myself even more, to show up for my dreams fully as myself and to really commit to what's important to me rather than what I think I should be doing. And so many more things that I wrote down as well. But I wanted to give you some other ideas that you could maybe think about for yourself. Maybe something gave you some clarity about what it is that you actually do want because it showed you what you definitely don't want. Maybe a challenge made you stronger and showed you just how resilient you are. And so you know that you can weather further storms as they come up in the future. And maybe your challenges showed you that you want to make the most of the present moment more rather than always thinking, for example, so much about the past or the future. Maybe your challenges showed you exactly what's most important to you and what you want to prioritize going forward. So have a think about what lessons you want to take forward with you into 2023 so that you can then release the heaviness and actively imagine yourself literally getting that canvas and just wiping it as if you could just wipe all of that paint off. Imagining it vividly in your mind is going to create an energetic release because your subconscious mind works in pictures. So I want you to think about all of those messes, those failures, and all those kind of things on that canvas, and just literally imagine yourself erasing them off. Or you can also imagine yourself putting that backpack down and just feeling like how much lighter is it that we don't need to take the heaviness of 2022 with us into 2023. And I want to give you an example as well of how there was something from my past that I did not let go of. And not only did I take it into the next year, but I took it into the next year and the next year, and the next year, (laughs) and so forth. And it's really only been in the last couple of years, I'd say, that I have really drawn a line in the sand between that moment and now. And that was like, oh my God, like eight years or something after the event actually happened. So the event was when I ended up being signed off work with stress back in like 
2010 it was, I think, because it was the year before I moved to Australia. And I end up having a panic attack at work while in charge of a live TV news broadcast. If you have listened to the episode uh, where I talk about my story, uh, which was maybe number nine or number eight, I think. And in that, I go into much more detail about it. So I'm not going to go into it here. But that moment was a moment that really affected the next, well, like I said, decade of my life, really, because I continued to take the heaviness of that episode with me. And this is what I wanted you to look at from your own life as well, in terms of what are some challenges that you have gone through that you have then created an interpretation around them, that you have made it mean something about yourself, about your capabilities, and about what's possible for you in the future, that you have then taken with you into your next year. And so for me, this incident was something that, yes, it was challenging. Yes, I was still really experiencing strong anxiety um, after that event as well. And yet I created so much meaning around that event. I made it mean that I couldn't handle the pressure of my job. I made it mean that my mind couldn't handle the pressure of pretty much life. I made it mean that I wasn't cut out for it in the career that I was in. And I also was so fearful about it happening again that this caused me to feel really unconfident for several years of my life after. And because I didn't actually take the time, because I didn't know any better, like I had no clue. This was like the very beginning of my self-development journey back in like 2010. And like I shared before, I'm so thankful for it because it really was the catalyst to me then learning more about myself, about the mind and sparked the whole transformation of my life to where it is now. Um, but in what I didn't do, because I didn't know any better, was I didn't take the time to stop and just look at that incident and be like, okay, yes, that was, that was a challenging incident. What was it teaching me? And the big lesson back then was that I needed to look after my mind much more and actually start to pay attention to that. Another huge lesson that it was teaching me was that I was very miserable doing the job that I was doing. And I was numbing out and escaping my life. I was parting a lot. I was burning the candle at both ends. I was very unhappy in my job. And I was also incredibly stressed in my job. And I had no awareness of how much I actually really needed to manage the stress in my life at the time. And I have definitely learned those lessons since. Like I said, I've still uh, got a bit of a way to go in terms of really slowing down more in my life, but I've definitely learned way more lessons in terms of I now look after my mind incredibly well um, and know myself so much better. I've actually gone and totally changed my life to actually do work that feels meaningful to me and make sure I'm doing things that allow me to create a purpose-driven and fulfilled life. So there were so many lessons that I did eventually learn from that. But if I'd have actually just slowed down for a minute in that moment and done some reflection, then I believe I would have been able to release the weight of that experience much, much earlier than I actually was able to. Because like I said, I took a whole bunch of interpretations and meaning about myself and my abilities into future years. And it really, I really did allow it to affect me. And so whether you've had an incredibly challenging 2022 or 
um, some smaller things that have maybe built up into a collection of challenges together, I really do encourage you to take that time to energetically release any kind of meanings and interpretations that aren't serving you. Because it's not true that I couldn't handle the pressure or that I wasn't cut out for that job. That just was not true. I stayed, in fact, in that job for several years after, and I was definitely still able to do it. And so I made it mean something about myself and about my abilities and how confident I was. And this was all just made up in my head. And this is what we do as humans. We are meaning-making machines, and we put all these interpretations on things. And if these interpretations aren't serving us, then it's going to affect how we feel because this is how we're thinking about ourselves. It affects how we feel about ourselves and then it affects the actions that we take. And for me, it really showed up in my life in that I was continuing to play small in my life because I felt like I needed to shrink because I didn't want to push myself and end up in that same situation again. And I really felt like I had had my confidence completely like pulled out from underneath me. And it really did take me a few years to be able to pick myself up from that moment because it shook me so much. And what I really want to share with you is that it's important to take this time to look at, okay, maybe we had a goal, for example, that we wanted to hit in 2022. And I'm going to use weight loss because it's such a uh, great example that we can apply to so many other areas of our life. Maybe we went on a diet, we lost a little bit of weight, and then we ended up putting it back on again. Did we create a meaning from that, that therefore it's not possible for me to get to my ideal weight. Therefore, I'm a failure. Therefore, this isn't something that's meant for me. And I should just accept my fate that I'm always going to be unhappy with my weight. So this is why it's really important to have a look at what meanings we're creating around those things, because that is then going to affect how we approach a similar goal if we go for it again the next year as well. And all of this can be changed by really starting to reflect on what thoughts and meanings we're creating around these things and choosing to think differently about it. And while we're on the subject of goals, if we didn't hit any goals that we were going for in 2022, what I want you to consider is, did you change who you are being as you were looking to achieve that goal? And if you didn't hit your goal, then I'm going to put money on the fact that you did not change your identity to match the result that you wanted to create. So again, if we come back to the weight loss example, if we're just going on a diet for eight weeks, but we're not actually changing how we see ourselves as a healthy person who maintains their ideal weight with ease and changes the thoughts that we're thinking about ourselves in that process and how we feel about our abilities and about our body and about our uh, relationship with food and with exercise and things like that, then we are trying to create a different result while not actually changing who we are being. And therefore, when we have stopped the behaviors like going on a diet, we'll find ourselves, you know, putting the weight back on or rebounding from whatever result that we've created because we actually haven't changed how we see ourselves at an identity level. So that's something to reflect on as you look back at your 2022 And if you are considering setting similar goals for 2023, because this is what happens, in my opinion, for a lot of people, we can find ourselves setting the same goals over and over again. But this is why the reflection piece is so important, because if we don't look at why we haven't achieved 
it the last time we went for it and how we're going to show up differently, how we're going to think differently, then we can't expect to get different results. So take the time to answer those questions and do it all with compassion and uh, really coming at it from that gentle, loving perspective. Because another thing that I would encourage you to leave behind in 2022 is any sort of beating yourself up, any sort of negative chatter about yourself, because this is something that is not serving anyone on this planet. And what I would encourage you to do is to really start to develop a loving relationship with yourself in 2023. Well, let's start now because we still got 10 days left because this is the key to creating so many amazing results in your life. And beating yourself up is not doing anyone any favors whatsoever because when we do that, we end up feeling bad and then usually we end up repeating habits that aren't serving us and it becomes this self-fulfilling prophecy. So leave that kind of crap behind in 2022 and just imagine how could your life change if you just drew a line in the sand and you were just like, you know what, I am not available for beating myself up anymore. I am not available to being horrible to myself, either being self-deprecating out loud or just being horrible to myself inside my mind. So what I always offer to people when we talk about our internal dialogue is to speak to yourself through the filter of how you would speak to your best friend. If you wouldn't say something to your best friend out loud, it shouldn't be being said in your head to yourself either. So a whole bunch of things for you to reflect on and to think about. And I'll just run through those questions again. What are you celebrating from 2022? What are the challenges of 2022? And what did those challenges teach you that you can then take those lessons forward into 2023, but energetically leave the heaviness of the challenges behind in 2022 as we close out that chapter. Drop me a DM on Instagram. Let me know what you're going to leave behind in 2022 so that you can make space for it in 2023. And in next week's podcast, I will also let you know about this awesome three-day event that I am going to be hosting at the beginning of January, virtual event. And it is really going to help set your 2023 off in the most amazing way possible. So I'm going to tell you more details about that next week. And in the meantime, have a very, very Merry Christmas. I hope you have an incredible time. And whether you are celebrating Christmas or holidays, anything like that, either way, I hope you have a beautiful week and I look forward to speaking to you very soon. Bye. Thank you for joining me on today's episode. If you loved what you heard today, it would mean so much to me if you could leave a five-star rating and review on Apple or Spotify. It really is the best way to help this podcast grow and support me in sharing this with more awesome people. If you're not already following me on socials, come and say hi on IG at It's Kathy Morton. I can't wait to connect with you there and of course on the next episode too. In the meantime, go out there and enjoy creating your big life. 